This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the best of the men's room podcast. Let the shenanigans begin. What, uh, what weird thing happened to your body? 206-803-ROD. Hello, Holly. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 And during that time, I started kind of receiving a message, not a voice necessarily, that if I went to China, I wouldn't come back. What kind of message are you receiving? Is it like was a, a FedEx? A uh, phone email? call from the Chinese consulate? It was just kind of a message that manifested that I kind of received. I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't think too much about it. And I guess this is the reason why. Um, I had had an IUD placed so I could get 10 years worth of birth control. And yeah, there was some pain, but the pain kept getting worse and worse till the point I was curled up under my desk at work in just excruciating pain. I had a coworker drop me off at the ER, and then I had surgery. And it turned out that my uterus had completely twisted 180 ah. degrees, adhered to my abdominal wall and my bowels, and this was accompanied by um, hemorrhaging ovarian cysts oh. that were infected. Oh, God. Is, is this, this from but, the but, IUD? Doesn't the IUD go in your arm? Am I losing my mind? Well, maybe back in the day, they just inserted it in the uterus, a little T-shaped okay. right. device. Yeah, I might be totally wrong on that. Then. I, I thought for some reason it went in your arm or something. I think that's a different treatment. So you said your uterus did a 180, adhered to your abdominal yeah. wall, and it was complicated by cysts that were already existing? Oh, yeah. It was attached on both sides, my yeah. front side and my back side. So is this an, is this an immediate they surgery? they were infected and about to burst. Okay. Did you go to China? No. It, this happened like three days before I was supposed to leave. Let me ask you this. You said you're curled up in the fetal position under your desk at work. Now, do you yeah. have to call out to a coworker or does somebody walk by and say, hey, uh, Holly, everything good down there? <laughs> no, I don't think they noticed because I had my own little cubicle and I kind of crawled out and I was like, I need to go now. And I tried to go myself and I couldn't drive. I was driving over curbs. <laughs> oh, wow. So it affected your vision, your motor skills and everything else. Yeah, it was excruciating. Well, thank God you didn't have a counter um, job like at Avis or McDonald's yeah. or something like that. That would have been weird. Did they? <laughs> so, was this the result of the IED? IUD? Yeah. So I went into surgery and I kind of woke up, woke up from anesthesia, and I was like, "Oh, he fixed me." I could tell immediately. Damn! Just all the internal stress went away. Remove that thing because. Things have just gone south. So, yeah, if your seen. uterus does a 180, have the thing removed. I, so, I agree So, with Holly, that. in the end, do you have a brand new hoo-ha? No. All he did was clear up the adhesions that were making it stick to my abdominal wall and my bowels. And he took care of the ovarian cysts, and everything returned to normal, happy, Okay. you know. And so why, why, why didn't you ever uh, rebook that trip to China? Was that a sign for you? 
Well, it was with my Shaolin Kung Fu school, and I moved away, so um, it just kind of fell by the wayside. I was like, I guess I'm not meant to go. Were you going there to open up a can of that Kung Fu? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to bring it. All right. Okay. Are you, All right. I, I got to ask another question. By any chance, are you a Wu-Tang fan? Uh, no. I, all right. No. Every time I hear Shaolin, that's all I think of, because they were all about the Kung Fu You think about Red Man? What's that? Red Man. He's not in the Wu-Tang Clan. I thought he was on the goddamn Wu-Tang Clan. No. Nah. Method Wu-Tang? Man is. Method Man. God damn it. Right. Method Man, because he's made a couple of movies, I want to say. Yeah. The, that's, that's all that saying. stuff, they, right? Yeah. Like the Man with the Iron Fist, and I want to say yeah. something else. Right. Got Method Man. Right. Cause, or, yeah. Because he was all about that. Right, like as right, growing up, like I didn't know anything about kung fu, but they would always scream, like yell it out, and they're, you know, there's a Shaolin, like this. A, so when she said that, I was like, wonder if it makes you a Wu Tang yeah. fan too. Yeah, there's a black community does this whole skit on. It's great. I'll pull it up for you. It's like there's always a karate brother in the neighborhood. Right. <laughs> oh, there, there's always one. I told you, man, I'm walking to work one day, and I'm still cooking at the time, so I got a white chef's coat, got black chef's pants on, and I'm walking to work that way. This is Baltimore. Baltimore, it's finest. But I walk by this bus stop. There's probably 12 people waiting there. And this old brother stands up. And he gets in like the, the Daniel Sun Crane move. Like, oh, that brother knows Kung Fu. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't think that, I don't think that was the exact quote. Oh, he did not say brother. Right. But still, I'm just like, bro, I'm a cook. But he didn't believe me. Like, nah, man. And, you know, he's like, give me thumbs up. Like, hi Right. Like, well, that's oh. what they teach you to <laughs> say at your school. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a cook. Yeah. What, uh, what weird thing happened <laughs> right. to your body? 206-803-ROD. <laughs> Hello, Gage. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. 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 All right. So <clears throat> I was about 15, 16 years old at the time. And uh, me and my family, you know, we always go off to Christmas trees. You, you, you go count them down and stuff like that. I always help my dad out. And uh, <clears throat> I was touching the Christmas tree and stuff. You know, I didn't have gloves on. I didn't think about it all that much. Got home and I was like, man. My hands feel weird. I looked at him. It looked like my hands, uh, you know, when uh, Willy Wonka, when uh, the uh, the girl blows up real big like a uh, blueberry and stuff yeah. like that? Baruch is salt, Man, yeah. That's what was, that was what was happening to my hands and my neck and my face and stuff like that. I was like, what is going on with me right now? And what what was the result? Are you saying from touching the, the Christmas tree? Yeah, so uh, we ended up going to the doctor. Uh, they just prescribed me some, like, uh, Benadryl or whatever. And uh, <laughs> I ended up going in and getting, like, an allergy test. And they, like, poked and prodded me with a bunch of needles and stuff. They're like, yeah, you're you're allergic to Christmas trees. You got to be kidding Like, me. that specific kind of Christmas tree. Do you remember what kind it was? Uh, I believe it was a Douglas. Douglas fir. Oh, that's Ted, 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 Ted really likes it. I mean, is it all well, furs or just the Douglas? Could you mess with a Noble or a Fraser? You know, I haven't really tested all that much. I feel like it's kind of a risky, uh, risky chance there, just in case something happens. I mean, you but, might be the uh, one person I recommend that gets a spruce. Well, there's a lot of furs in the area. How do you differentiate which pine tree that you do or do not touch or get around? I would touch none of them. This is a tough area to, li- uh, to live in, yeah, for sure. If you're allergic to pine trees. The Evergreen State, yeah. Oh, that was Violet yeah. uh, Beauregard. That was Violet? Yeah, not, not Veruca Salt. Oh, Veruca, son of a Veruca bitch. Salt, she's the one who couldn't fight the Seether. Yes, yes, thank yeah. you. Yes, yes. I thought it was just a band. Connect with the guys. Find The Men's Room at Facebook.com slash The Men's Room. Now, back to The Men's Room on The Men's Room Radio Network. Available through Uli's World Famous Sausage, mensroomlive.com, and other fine retailers. Mmm, shrine fly. Time to open wide and sample Ted's meat and potatoes. Now, here's your host, head chef of the men's room, the Ted Nougat. Ted Chef is in the house. Thank you, folks. Thank you. You're a head chef. I mean, uh... I know you're going to talk about celebrity chefs, but you're kind of one. Yeah, these chefs are more famous than right. I am. Well, but still, what is the the food that uh, you as a famous chef at uh, Slither, what, what, what do you refuse to eat that most people like? For the most part, mushrooms. I knew that would uh, be the answer. Not tomatoes anymore? T- I like, 
Tomato, I could fight through. I'll still generally order a sandwich without it. But sure. again, I love bruschetta. So there's certain tomatoes I do I'm, enjoy. I'm right there with you. It's weird. And like once in a while on a certain sandwich, there's a sandwich thrown I enjoy. And that thing is spicy enough where I do enjoy a little tomato on that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is, there a, is there a way that a mushroom could be prepared that you would... Get? Crab stuff, something like that. Is there anything that you ever tried? Like, I mean, not I, bad. I've tried them every way you can, and I've had like, I mean, I've had chanterelles that were just cooked in butter. Right, right. So like, That's I, kind of a steaky. I go back and forth. I if I'm gonna eat a mushroom, it's probably because it's on a pizza and it's just in the cheese, sure. and I just kind of fight through it. All right, but it, it's very rare. Like one of the times it happened to me, we were at like a we were like in a having like a bonfire in somebody's backyard, and they were like, "Hey, we got a Costco pizza," and I was like, "Awesome." Now, unbeknownst to me, somebody else had picked all these fresh mushrooms, but it's dark out. So, yeah. so, right, but I, I don't really know the crowd. So, like, right. once I bite into it, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to have to fight through no, this. No, i got to do this. I tell you what, i got to eat it. I can eat mushrooms a million different ways. I absolutely loathe them on pizza. I know, which a lot of people say. And and trust me, I wish I liked mushrooms because they show up so many different yes, they do. places. And there's so many different varieties. And the mushroom itself, I mean, it's like life. It's just a cool little thing that happens. Mm-hmm. Mushrooms, and then the other one I catch a lot of heat on is kale. Like I just, I just don't like the taste of it. People are surprised. Most people don't. I can't believe anyone actually likes I kale. I understand like its benefits, but I, when the kale thing was big, I didn't meet a lot of people that necessarily enjoyed it. It was just more like I can get it well, down because already. Better you get this better than anybody. But generally, when you bring up vegetables, either people go, "Ah, eh, you just don't like vegetables," or they go, "No, I actually like a lot of vegetables." And they go, "Well, you've just never had kale the way I make it." Uh, God, you're okay, right, okay. man. People say okay. that all the time. Do yeah. you make it out of meat? I would also say uh, uh, organs. Yeah, like, I'm not. I, a big I'm organ. not really big on like liver or heart or any of that stuff. But I'll eat, I mean, is tongue an organ? Yeah. All right, beef tongue's not bad. So these are, uh, you know, and they're saying, look, everybody's kind of picky about certain things they eat. Sure. So these are 13 uh, uh, famous chefs and foods they won't eat, basically if they don't have to. Okay. Miles, I'm going to start out with a gut punch for you. All right. Because I think you, uh, like all of us, you very much enjoyed this man and his shows, Anthony Bourdain. Very much so. He's the only one that just picked a restaurant. He didn't like Johnny Rockets. You 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 preach about you are Johnny Rockets I, 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 guy. I used to go there all the time when my kids were young and we were going to the movie theater and they were on top. <laughs> yeah, of right the, there, uh, Pacific Place. Pacific yeah. Place. Yeah. yeah, but I haven't been there in a while. All right, let's uh, let's see. Guy Fieri doesn't like eggs. We've known that for a long time. If you watch his show, he is adamant about not getting into the egg world. Matter of fact, I think he suggests that they don't do anything that really? requires eggs so he can be a part of it. <laughs> like, seriously. I just feel like that just rules out so much of breakfast. Uh, it does, yeah, but he typically, like he typically doesn't do the breakfast foods on his show right. more but than what he if does it's, the lunch if, and dinner stuff. But does he freak out? So if you don't like eggs, you don't like eggs. But you still might like mayo. You still might like hollandaise sauce. Or is he just straight up like... If eggs are in it, I want. No I part think of he. I think you're exactly right. I just don't think he likes eggs. Right, okay. he doesn't like eggs, but obviously they use them in recipes. Yeah, you have to. Right, right I was gonna say it's you can't really cook without using eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gordon Ramsay. This is. I mean, look, he's like a lot of people. He doesn't like pineapple pizza. Okay, uh, fair. Yep, fair. Which also, again, I, I like Hawaiian pizza. If somebody just ordered a pineapple pizza, I go, <laughs> that's a little strange. That is weird. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would do, like, that, I would do that before mushrooms. Because there's variants. I've heard of people say, like, dude, you got to add jalapeno peppers, all, like, spicy stuff. I've had that before. I'm like, all right, I get that. The hot and the sweet. Well, I think the weird thing is I'm not, like, the biggest pineapple fan, but I thoroughly enjoy Hawaiian pizza. Uh, Ina Garnet, she says she won't uh, cook with canned beets and doesn't like canned tomatoes. Well, that's tough with sauce. As far as, like, you know, making anything that's, you know, puree. Canned beets, I get it, man. Right. I mean, I wouldn't use beets, period. Right. Thank you. That's another one that like got really famous there and kind of was like the in vegetable, but like, yeah, out. Also, the aluminum of the can can mess up the yeah, uh, for sure. the flavor a little bit. So I can I can understand that for somebody who actually a famous chef who's actually got a good palate that can actually taste the difference. You bet, yeah. I, I can understand that. Bobby Flay, like I, this one seems like it really shouldn't be on the list. That's uh, every you know everybody's picky. He just doesn't like durian fruit. Oh, no, well, okay, oh, again, right? Are you being right. picky? Are you being picky? So basically, you <laughs> like everything. Uh, Rachel Ray, she is, says she is creeped out by shelf-stable mayonnaise. 
Meaning she'll make a mayonnaise right. or an aioli. She just doesn't like the idea that it's just sitting on the shelf for months or years. She's on never it. had Dukes. I mean, I get what she, where she's coming from. Because a lot of times after you make certain things from scratch, you wonder how other things exist. Mayonnaise kind of makes no sense, but I don't care. Like, I'm fine with it. But from her point of view, I get it. Like, it's an egg-based product. Mm-hmm. You can just store it in your fridge or whatever. And, like, it doesn't go bad. All right, I'm asking you know, Real quick. Let me you ask go, you a question. Yeah. yeah. So I can see why she's like, I don't understand what this is. You're making homemade mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I know it involves a lot of eggs and yeah. some oil. What What else is in mayonnaise? That's about it. That's I mean, just, just egg just, whites and, like, you can add salt. And, all, and you can flavor it the way you want, but that's about it. Okay. All right. Has anybody that- ever tried the flavored mayonnaise? Uh, baconase. Yeah, baconase is it. Right, but I'm saying, like, Best best Foods or Hellman's, whatever you're going to call it, like, they have, like, flavored mayonnaise, and I was like, I don't I'm know. Not I don't know that it. I need flavor, right? I'm, if they like, have I, smaller jars, I'd be more apt, because depending on the sandwich I might make, like, ooh, bacon mayonnaise, right? Perfect. But I wouldn't want the regular size of it, because I'm not going to use that much. I can put a little bit. Of, it's like making uh, speedy sauce or anything else. Ketchup and, you know, mayo. Yeah. I can add barbecue sauce in if I want. I can that's, add. That's the way I feel know, about I, it. I just need the base of it. To, then I don't eat that much damn mayonnaise to have like seven different varieties. I, I can put something in mayonnaise to get it where I need it to be. <laughs> These are some uh, 13 famous chefs uh, sharing foods they won't eat. Uh, Wolfgang, Wolfgang Puck. Uh, he'd rather do without uh, Japanese Wagyu beef. Really? Mm. Yeah. Back to what you were saying me. earlier. Well, I saw the list earlier, so it was already in my head. Yeah. Credit to him. I'm just saying. I've had it. I get it. I don't know. There's just so many good steaks. Right. Like you said, at a steak house. It, they don't even, offer bad steaks. They're already expensive. I don't need to buy your most expensive one. Right. And even I would say, it, you know, I said a steakhouse, but also like home too. Mm-hmm. Right. Like carne, nobody's going to argue that carne asada is like the greatest cut of beef. But it's delicious. Ooh, right. But the, way, but the preparation in it and stuff and the way you cook it, it's awesome. That's but, it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, she. Oh man, she is beautiful. What's uh, Gita De Laurentiis? Yeah. Uh, what's Giada? Yeah. Whatever. She's not into green bell peppers and won't include them in her recipes. <laughs> Fajitas. There's a couple things where I think they're uh, pretty strong, but you know the difference between a green and a red and a yellow pepper. Age. Just yeah. age. Right. So Aaron Which, Sanchez. He says he's not a fan of green peppers. He's okay with uh, red and yellow ones, but the green ones don't taste like much of anything. Like I can't. I disagree. I feel like, to me anyway, green peppers have more taste than red or yellow. They do, at least for my palate. And when you do a tomato, you need to fry it as green because it doesn't have as much flavor. So it's like the opposite in a tomato, as far as the ripe. Yeah, I mean, I, I just like all the. I like a bell pepper. Period. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I'm down with peppers, but peppers and sausage. Mm-hmm. That's my jam. Yeah, and I would say, like, right, like, like sometimes you could buy like you ever get like the little miniature ones. Yes. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're good for dipping and stuff. But, like, if I'm having an Italian sausage and I'm with peppers and onions on it, it better be green peppers. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. 100%, man. Uh, Julia Child, uh, she disliked certain types of greens, including iceberg lettuce, cilantro, and arugula. So she had a bitter, uh, one of those bitter things. Yeah. You don't like cilantro. Now, arugula, like love it. You just got to wash the living. I don't like it. but I know, but it, to me, it just tastes like pepper. It's That's good. what everyone says, and, and I get what they're saying. But I'm like, but that little hint of whatever arugula actually is, it's not peppery. I'm like, I can't. I used to buy it at the farmer's market. You, you, have to, you have to wash it nine different times. Oh, yeah. the sand out of it. <laughs> Obviously, uh, a, lot of, uh, a lot of them also said airplane food. Because, like, Gordon Ramsay said well, there's no sure. way. He, he worked on an airline for 10 years. Nobody knows where his food's been, how it goes. I feel like, really, you're just talking to people in first class anymore, though. Oh, for Like, yeah. the little pre-made meals or snack packs. Who really cares? Uh, Curtis Stone isn't a fan of marshmallow. And Carla Hall doesn't uh, doesn't like how everyone adds bacon and truffles to everything. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. she's not wrong. I agree with that, too. Like, sometimes it's it like... It just gets out of hand. I don't need truffle you know, oil all the time. The truffle oil thing or... drives me up a wall because it's like... That, that's... It's not truffle oil. Right. That's one. It would cost you... You can sell it, right, but it's not a truffle. But it, and like, but people would jack up the price. Like, well, we've had a truffle oil. Like, but, the, the, but it's not truffle oil. This is something you're calling truffle oil. Send it back. Good yeah. times. Thank you, Head Chef. We appreciate it. Shout the day's coming up. You are listening to The Men's Room. Hey, Ted, you still ride your scooter ever? I still own one, but uh, I haven't been on This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Reach out to the guys on Twitter at Men's Room Live. Now, back to the Men's Room on the Men's Room Radio Network. Hello, Andy. Welcome to the Men's Room. Hola. Hola. So, Andy, what was the nuisance you didn't want to deal with? uh, Last year, this time, I was in El Paso, Texas, and I came home one day, I saw a couple flies, and I thought my roommate left the door open, and I killed a couple flies, went to sleep, went to work the next day, came back, there's like 40 of them. And they, they like, hid underneath the blinds next to the window, like, get sunbathing. And, like, I moved the blinds, and they just attacked me. (laughs) The flies flies attacked you? It flies. They were flies. Yeah, I guess it's a thing in El Paso. Like around summertime, they, the flies come out and hunt th- in August. Do like a horse fly? Yeah. Did they bite you? No, they didn't bite. Okay. They were just oh. a, a nuisance. They oh weren't. They weren't like biting. Oh. Okay. What are some was, of the other things? I was in my... Go ahead. Go ahead. So what else? I was do in you the deal- living room with a dish slapping them. <laughs> What else do you deal with in Texas, right? (laughs) Because places that are hot and or humid, or definitely the places that are both, like, the number of bugs you have to deal with is incredible compared to what we deal with here. And certainly the style of bugs, they seem a lot bigger the farther south you go. These things were like thumb size. These flies were ridiculous. They might have been horse flies. I mean, I, I, don't, it, it I was, just know you don't want to deal with those. I, they they're, will take, they're awful. They will take a chunk out of your body. I saw one bite my father's forehead years ago. Uh, we're sitting out on the deck eating dinner. We knew we had horse flies to try to swat them away. And he had the bald spot, which made it very funny to be my brother. But this thing landed on his bald spot. Before he could get his hand up to brush it away, he kind of ran forward, I guess, got right onto his forehead, just bit his ass, right, and then took off. He was so pissed. Like, it ruined dinner. Like, he's so mad, and we wanted to laugh. Well, right. I mean, because he, he couldn't stop bitching about it through the rest of dinner. My mom's giving us the look of laugh at your own peril. Mm-hmm. If you laugh at him right now, he will stab you with a fork. I mean, I remember being at a pool at a hotel. And granted, it's Chincoteague Island where it's famous for their horses. Just going to bring that up, man. But, right. I remember being in that pool and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Then I, right. It was a horse fly. But I mean, like, it was so bad. Like, we got out of the pool because they were yeah. just like zipping around. I mean, look, you can hear my, my hair is almost standing up just remembered. But that yep. island, I was going to bring up that specific island, man. Like, I've been there. You watch the horses. They did wild horses, right? If you don't know. So you kind of watch them. They're doing their thing. And then there's a moment where horse flies seem to show up just in droves and everyone just beelines mm-hmm. back to their car to get the hell out of there. Long Beach Island, uh, New Jersey. Only time I've been stung. I could not believe the pain. And it wasn't yeah. even it's oh, a bite. Blood. It's a bite. Yeah, they I don't bite even think they. I think no, they, take, they yeah. take a chunk out of your, uh, mm-hmm. your damn. What uh, what was the unwanted nuisance you had to deal with? Two zero six eight zero three Rob. Hello, Danielle. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. So my nuisance is my brother. My mother uh, <laughs> left him at the house when she moved out, and when I took over the house, and I couldn't get him off the property at all. What 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 was the situation with your brother? My brother is like eight years older than me, so he's mid fifties, and he hasn't worked in like thirty some odd years. And my mom's taking care of him basically all the rest of his life. And he's like the type of person that, in her eyes, never does anything wrong. 
So he gets away with everything. Well, when she moved out and you moved in or whatever the deal was, did she tell him he could stay or that he had to get out too? She she did. Basically, she left him like furniture. And so is there anything wrong with him or is he just lazy and play the blame game? (laughs) Just lazy. (laughs) So how how does he survive in life? Uh, off of my mother. So she gives him money and she enables him to do whatever, nothing, I guess. Yeah. What does he do when he's at home all day? Uh, sit up in his room doing whatever he does. I don't know. <laughs> all right. How long did you I have never to... did get, get rid of him. And my mom ended up moving back into the, the, the property and he's still there. And it's been, he showed up at her house, I think, like 25 years ago on Christmas Eve and has never left since. That's the biggest nuisance I can think of. <laughs> that's not bad. I mean, that's that, that's that, a solid that, answer. That would drive me nuts. How often do you have to interact with them? Every day, because I live I live on the same property. That we have two pieces, two um, uh, houses. We have an apartment and a house, and I live in the house. So he's living in the apartment with my mom still. And I, yeah, I up with it every day. Now, I mean, is he a decent guy when you see him? You know, I mean, is he talkative? Um, he has his times, his moments. There was one time he broke my back. He broke it. How did he break your back? Uh, he got mad over meatloaf. My mom's meatloaf. <laughs> he, he got mad right over, over meatloaf, meatloaf and, and broke your back. Well, what happened was that his girlfriend was going in for seconds, and there was my mother and I were still there waiting to, to dish up, and it was it was a family dinner, and um, there was a little bit left, and I took the fork from her and told her wait and let us dish up first because mom and I haven't eaten yet, and she went upstairs and told told him that I called. Her fat B, which I didn't, and uh, she upstairs and pushed me across the kitchen with my plate in my hand. Food went flying over everybody, and I have an attitude too when stuff like that happens. So I got up, got in his face, and he picked me up and slammed me down on the ground and put his knee in my middle of my chest and broke my back. Yeah. Is that <laughs> is that when you moved out? Uh, well, no, because I needed someone to take care of me for the next eleven months. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ, man, and yeah. Because his girlfriend went in for a second piece of lasagna meatloaf. before you guys beat meatloaf. Meatloaf. Before you guys had meatloaf. even gotten. My mom the... makes the best meatloaf, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like it. Your she must. Okay, all right. Well, goddamn, man. That's, that's, a, a, that's a great family dynamic there. I can't believe meat. the guy's got a girlfriend. To be honest with you, if all he does is just sit around the house all day and do nothing, mm-hmm. you'd be shocked. What's that? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm with you. I used to always say that, like, but it, like, you'd be shocked the amount of people that like are just losers. But they still have boyfriends and girlfriends. Yeah, for no particular reason. It's right. I'm just like, how, how does that make sense? Like, you seem like a normal person outside of dating him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> see one in a few months. Want more of The Men's Room? Download the new podcast from Miles and Thrill, The Greatest Story Never Told. Available on Radio.com. Yes, friends, it's time once again for Sit and Spin. Let's gather around the old radio and listen to some swellerific new music. Living the midday lifestyle for the vacationing Ryan Castle. Turn down, everybody. It's so crazy. My whole day feels a little bit discombobulated. You got your nights now. I got my nights. I went to the Mariners game last night. Oh, hey, look at It's a great game to be at. Yes, sir. Eight nothing. Yeah, God, it was crazy. Yeah, but also just got two cool t-shirts, man. That's yeah, what I'm was, jealous of. It was Native American Heritage Night, so they gave out these um, really cool Mariners jerseys with the uh, the upside-down trident right. with some like Native American um, symbols and things of that nature inside of it. That was so cool. Got one of those. And then they did a Grateful Dead collaboration with the bears and the tie-dye and all so that stuff. So you just know it's cool. Oh, yeah. And, my, and we took the little kid, and it was the second inning when he told me, I want to go home. But what did you do to circumvent that? I put on Paw Patrol. That baby. is correct, right. ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Paramount Plus. Brad sent me a picture of Tarrant and, Bar- and their kid Barrett, and I was like, "What's Barrett watching?" Well, look, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol is like Advil for child impatience. Yes, you know right. what I mean. Like if you have a headache, hey man, you got Advil. If your kids losing their mind and you got your phone, put on Paw Patrol. They leave you alone. Now, what about your other children? Could you take uh, any of these kids to like bark in the park night? Oh, so I, I mean, I've never, I've, I've never gone to bark in the park with my dog. All right, um, he would love it. He would go would crazy. He, would he stay for more than two innings? Oh God, yes. He okay, would want to stay right. forever. If you could imagine what a dog on Molly would be like, that's my dog. Is that right? That's how he is. If He's, there's people around that will pet him, he will not leave you alone. 
Like okay. to the point where I'm like, all right, Kai, enough. He's, would you take he's, aggressive, your, he's an aggressive cuddler. Would you take oh. your goats if they had goat night? Absolutely. <laughs> goat night. I feel like goat this is night. one of the few cities yeah. in Major League Baseball where you could do that well, and have a sizable yeah. population. But you could bring out like King Griffey Jr. You know, yeah, some, there you some, go. Some right. of the All best the that ever played Mariners. But it's goat night. You bring your goat. <laughs> the park know. would be clean. It, that is true. true. <laughs> uh, you know what I really love, though, is I, I've seen this? it when they do at some Bark in the Park nights. At some, I don't know if they do it um, here locally, but the, the, yeah, the Simba cam. <laughs> That's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, yeah. Everybody holds their dogs up. I would try. My dog weighs 80 pounds. I, was I say, would yeah. try. Depends on the size of the, to- size of the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that one. All right. Well, uh, as you can see outside, the weather has just turned to absolute hell on us in, uh, what, three days? It's been two days. It's been like this. So uh, today we decided to, uh, to to bring a little happiness, mm-hmm. I guess. So uh, I guess. I guess. Is this according? That's so convincing. We're bringing well, happiness, I, I guess. I mean, maybe. Is, uh, if you're into that kind of thing. Is this based on some kind of scientific research or something like that? Is it is it beats per minute, maybe? Yeah. Beats per minute. And uh, how many endorphins you're releasing as you listen? Oh, Mike, okay. you got all this info, right? Mike has done the science. The I science of happy. He's a numbers guy. Danceability is a must. The song has to be in uh, major key with 137 beats per minute and other musical uh, music technicalities. And uh, danceability is a must. Danceability well. is a Basically, yes. the beat and the key is the thing. And this was all studied from a university professor in London with a PhD in music Ooh. psychology. So wow. this comes from England then. Okay. So these are the 10 happiest songs of all time. Yes. Yeah. No brain. Yes. No brain. <laughs> well, we were listening to the Men's Room Radio uh, channel on the Odyssey app. And you guys? And we put this song on there. And we and it just played. And Steve said, hey, if this isn't one of the happiest songs. I didn't think it'd be on the list, but I literally just said a few minutes ago, man. Here we are. This should be on the list. <laughs> Thank there, you, Mike. There you go. Yeah. And it's Earth, Wind, and Fire. And, by the way, 126 beats per minute, just in case you were Oh, they're, they're a little okay. under. They're a little yeah. under. And, by the way, uh, Friday. Is September. September. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. You know who did not write the song? School kids. This is written by parents because they know the kids are going to hell back to school. Yeah! Woo! All right, baby. Woo! We can have, uh, <laughs> we can have sex that's vocal. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> at least during the day. Right. <laughs> written by parents. These are the 10 happiest songs of all time. I can feel the Swedish blood pumping through my veins right now. Oh, Abba. I reckon this is one of my moments, and I already warned Mike about this. I recognize that it's a happy song. I want to light them on fire when I hear this damn song. I really do. Abba should be your number one, because they did so much for pop music. Number one that you hate. No, but, but every once in a while they hit me with something. I'm like, go Abba! Hell yeah, this is just not one of them. This is not them. Do you know this song? They actually won the Eurovision Song Contest with this song in 1974. It really kind of put them on the map. Really? Right. It's what I'm saying. And then, right, like then pop music just explodes in Europe. Mm-hmm. ABBA might be the happiest band, like consistently happiest band. They're rich. Band. <laughs> I'd be happy too. Yes, they're like one of the wealthiest musicians on the planet. I'd be happy too. Yeah, yeah. These are the ten happiest songs of all time. Eight, number eight. First dance I learned. <laughs> I can still do this one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be happy if I got to dress up in a Halloween costume all the time. I, yeah. you know, that's what I liked about him: construction worker, yeah. native, biker, cop, yeah. yeah, and a policeman. And every once in a while, I would say the policeman also started wearing the navy outfit after in the navy came out. It was oh, the same yeah. dude, but he switched up. Yep. I still just love nobody knew they were gay. I know. You look not like, how did you not know? What village do they live in? East. <laughs> These are the 10 happiest songs of all times on Sit and Spin. Seven, number seven. Round, round, get around. I get around. Yeah, get around. Round, round, I get around. I get around. He was explaining to his doctor why he had that burning sensation. Get around. Uh, and by the way, I was at your last Men's Room World Tour mm-hmm. at Mike's Chili Parlor when I learned that John Stamos has been in the Beach Boys for like oh, sure. what? Yeah, years. He's a, he drums, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. You mean like currently? He, yes. He just steps up on stage when he's close and plays like three or four songs. But you know what? He actually plays the guitar with them. Now they've got a oh, new drummer named okay. John Bolton who's actually from like Auburn or somewhere Seattle-ish. Are you kidding me? I'm not joking. Well, you just heard a Men's Room World Tour stop number five just announced. 
at the 884 Pub. We're going to Bremerton. Woo! Yeah, man. John Stamilton will not be there. Yep. Oh, my God. Can we please invite Uncle Jesse? That we can invite him. We can invite him, yes. <laughs> Absolutely free from uh, 3 till 6, Saturday, September the 9th. We're going to Bremerton. And we might been, even play some happy songs. I haven't been over there since I bought my scooter, so I'm pretty excited. You bought your that. scooter in Bremerton? Yeah, sure did. That's a long distance to go to get a scooter. Actually, it wasn't because it took the ferry. It was shorter than any other direction because <laughs> I didn't want to go that far. <laughs> These are the 10 happiest songs of all time. Since number six. Sun shining. Yeah. Also on the men's room, Radio Gen. This one, this version is too. Finley yes, Quick, yeah, man, right yeah. on. That's why we switched it up. Thank you, Mike. It's a sweet plug. Sweet plug. <laughs> He's good. We're plugging away on this one. I mean, World Tour stop number five. Men's Room Radio. Can't this wait. Unbelievable. This we song had, rocks. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. It does. It puts me in a good mood every time. They pull us into a meeting back in the day and say, "You guys did a good job on this one." You know? Oh. Yeah, exactly. But that was Finley Quick. <laughs> <laughs> These are the ten happiest songs of all time. Oh yeah. We only do we only do do off Billy. <laughs> and Billy Joel in the '80s was just like hanging out with supermodels. I mean, I would write a song about that too. He gave oh, us all hope. And here we are. You can be drunk <laughs> and get a supermodel. I'm like, I've done half of that. <laughs> all you gotta do is know how to play the piano. That's Pretty true, man. Stuff. These are the ten happiest songs of all time. My girl Pink. Mm-hmm. Uh, this song was originally written for Madonna by Linda Perry, and Madonna turned it down. Oh, really? I think I like the Pink version better than anything that Madonna would have done with it. I, yeah, I just I do not enjoy Madonna. I do not believe she has talent. I understand that she's very famous and, and she's changed things. Good for her. She sucks. You know, <laughs> Pink has some guts, man. You know what I'm saying? Pink kind of rocks out. Yeah, she I does. Dig it. <laughs> Ten happiest songs of all time on Sinspin. Madness. I mean, this is just delightful 80s to me. Like, I could just gobble this up. This is some quintessential 80s oh, yeah. jam going on when right now. this here. video came out, I was like, oh, this is so great. I know. Didn't I know. they all look like uh, like the newsies yeah, kind of? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It almost looked like Monty Python. Yes. The way they did their skits, like going real fast from place to place. And- God, this was a good song, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's by Madness, by the way, in case... Right. You're not a huge Madness fan on your You're own. not a, a huge Madness fan, but oh, this song yeah. is good. We're letting you, you're not, but this song is good. The research was done in London. They were huge. Yep. Ten the happiest songs of all times on Sit and Spin. Two, number two. Wow! <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> 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 I feel I mean, I feel like the godfather of soul probably has a, a slew of happy songs. Oh, my but God, yeah. yeah. James Brown couldn't, I don't think he could write a sad Too song. Too crazy to be sad. <laughs> We're all going to make you sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it's in a good mood for the hardest working man in show business. When he wears a cape a lot. Don't you think if you were wearing a cape, wouldn't that make you happy? If I had somebody that put a cape on me at a certain point of time every day, I'd be in a much better mood. And no one critique you for it. <laughs> like, you can wear a cape, you're going to get weird looks. He does it and people cheer. Like, yeah, hey, put on that cape. Only time I've seen people wear a cape, uh, cape is like, hate Ashbury. Right. Like, they walk around like, oh, don't mess with that guy. Oh, we just mm. saw that. He's got a cape. Yes, indeed. <laughs> These are the 10 happiest songs of all time, so we made it to number one. I mean, I get what they're saying, but not number one. I'm yeah, pretty happy. Well, it's good vibrations. Also, just makes me want to put on my wetsuit and grab my board. <laughs> makes me think of John Stamos. Are you going down to Huntington Beach this afternoon? And, you guys, this drummer, this new drummer, John Bolton, that's from this area, if you watch a video of him, he will give you, like, Keith Moon vibes. He's just oh, he's that he's guy. a monster up there, but he's also, like, extremely jovial and just having the time of his life. And I think they're playing that, um, what are the, the fair in Walla Walla, Frontier Days, Walla Walla Frontier Days. They're playing that, like, tomorrow or this weekend or something like that. The one the Foo Fighters played a handful of years ago. Okay, okay, so. all right. Very yeah. cool. Well, stay must be there. Taren, uh, <laughs> he better be there. <laughs> enjoy, is, this your, is this your last night at home? Are you back on uh, nights uh, tomorrow? Oh, no. Tomorrow I will be doing Ryan's midday show again. And oh. then Thursday back to the night show. Okay, so you got oh. a couple nights to hang out, catch up on some Maybe movies, I'll go to more Mariners games. I don't know. human being. Yeah. I think you boot him out. Say, I, yeah. I really enjoy your shift. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> 
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Connect with the men's room on Instagram at Men's Room Live. Davis Big Dummy 206 803 Rock. Hello, Matt. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, Bitcholans. Hola. Matt, are you sober or not sober? Uh, sober. Sober, Matt. Welcome to the program. All right, let's see here. What are you going to come home to? Wasps in the walls, dog diarrhea, remnants of a burglary, or a surprise party? Uh, well, don't look like. I think two, two out of the four. They, I didn't like it. All right, I'll go with the surprise party. Surprise party for me. All right, All right, surprise. All right, Matt, here is your question. What medical condition is known as OCA? Hmm. Let me see. Uh, ocular. I don't know. That's actually a hard question. Ocular. Genitive, I, I can't think of the A. I appreciate I you making the effort to do this. And uh, the way to pronounce it, I'm not even really sure, but it's better known in the medical community as albinism. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Question two. Well, that's oh, a question that's you didn't know, huh? Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, we started out with a hard one. Yeah. yeah. Tough guy. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Your question. The juice box is the nickname of what baseball stadium? Um... Hmm. Um, it just points in directions. I it, do, it, and it's the right direction. No, it is the it. correct direction. That's the same way you pointed for Vegas. <laughs> no, no, no. Vegas he he pointed almost due south for Vegas. <laughs> He's pointing oh. a little more. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Mike, uh, you like, can follow where. He's an Eagle Scout, Ted. As, as the crow flies of where I'm pointing, Ted, you will land in this place. Vegas is not due south of us. Where's it <laughs> due, then? Where's it due? <laughs> Southeast. <laughs> Who do the uh, the the Dodgers play? Where do the Dodgers play? That's my guess. Dodger Dodgers Stadium. Uh, that would be go. the yeah. Houston Astros Minute Maid Park. That's correct. Minute Maid See, Park. I was thinking Tropicana Field. Right. That was my first thought. Right. I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Oh, were you well. pointing to Florida? <laughs> 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 Question six. Question number six for Matt. Who replaced Kathy Lee Gifford on the Today Show? Uh, Kelly Ripa. Nope. Right. She replaced sure her did. on Live and Regis. On the Today Show is Jenna Bush. Jenna Bush, that is correct. Oh, actually, oh, Jenna Bush Hager. Thank you, Miles. Yes. Jenna Bush Hager. <laughs> the Bush is a nickname. All right. <laughs> Greenland is a territory of what country? Um. Uh, I'm just going to guess, uh, like England or something. Mike yeah. with his direction. Iceland? Nope. I can direct planes, dude. Denmark. Uh, Denmark. Ah. Uh, uh, oh, that, that was the other one I was going to say, but I don't. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike, what, what did this fellow say when he called in, Matt? <laughs> I yeah, give, said, give me some hard questions. I know. I don't think these are that hard, frankly. <laughs> Question eight. Question number eight Cinco de Mayo is the celebration of the Mexican defeat of what nation? Uh, France. Oh, there, you right. there you go. There you go. Game is Big Dummy, 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Marshall. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, how you fellas doing? Oh, hello. Oh, ah. Marshall, sober or not sober? I'm sober at work today. All right. Like a real man. Grown-ass man. Grown-ass, Grown-ass man. man. No mixers. <laughs> Marshall, come no home. No mixer Marshall. That's what we're going to call him. What are you coming home to? Wasps in the walls, dog diarrhea, remnants of a burglary, or a surprise party? A uh, surprise party. I'm, this is one of your easiest questions. I don't understand people. Well, I mean, there's, <laughs> All right, a, nice. there's as many dog diarrhea votes as surprise party That's votes. why he doesn't understand people. I don't either. Well, the callers <laughs> are weird, though. Again, surprise party dominating on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, you never forget about my parents a shout out. They had the anniversary last week. You guys weren't here. My dad listens to your show every week. Uh, they had the 61st win anniversary. So 63rd. Wow, that is 61st, amazing. 61st. Oh, six. Is that still amazing? Oh, oh, that's not nearly as impressive. That's amazing. 
Wow, congratulations. Yeah. You should have yeah, thrown them a surprise I'm, I'm, I'm party. You guys, so. They're getting old, man. Surprise party and wake all at once. All right. Here's your question. A person described as a towel head, towel, not towel, towel head, has what color hair? Uh, I, I would guess red. Blonde. Blonde. I'm going to clear that up. Still don't use that term <laughs> yeah. to anybody. No, don't say it. <laughs> I, I was stunned me on that. I know. The look say, you wow, guys gave me oh, like, oh, I did Bold not man. say what you thought I just <laughs> said. Wow, man. <laughs> We'd have to do that on And uh, is he daring us to <laughs> say what we think we heard? You know what I mean. Don't act like you don't know it. You know. You One know. and done. We should do that on the happy hour sometimes. Come on with the horrible racist. We, like, we can. What group of people does this apply to if you say blank? Right? Oh, ah, I'm out on that one. Yeah, me too. I'm bailing. <laughs> what did you guys do again? <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve hosted it. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you, Mike, and Ted got them all right. right. 10 out of 10. <laughs> and the bonus. Two ways to do. I made a multiple choice. They nailed it. No, no. Hit me with another one. <laughs> All right, your question. I got a fresh 20 for you. <laughs> Speed round. Let's go. Which Harry Potter character is part giant? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Uh, Hagrid, 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 Hagrid. Hagrid the horrible. Yeah, nice job. Nice job. He actually just passed away earlier this year. Oh, the guy who played Hagrid. Yeah, yeah. that sucks, man. Was that the guy that was just a little bit, uh, his face was a little bit messed up, kind of? <laughs> I mean, he was chubby, and he had like all the all red right, stuff. Different, on guys, different guys. Who's so. the guy with the? You mean like the actor has a messed up yeah. face? Well, he looks like there's something wrong going on. <laughs> From Harry I Potter. Wanna, I don't want to. We'll, we'll do that. On Come on, man, write we'll, it down. We'll, we'll do that I want to know. We'll no, no, no. Who man. has the messed up face? Miles, keep the shovel in your hand. Who, yeah, who's yeah, the guy with right, the messed up face? I don't know. I don't watch that crap. <laughs> I just saw that he died. I, I mean, he's a he's a heavy set dude, but no, it's not. Is it the guy you're thinking of? No, not the same guy. No, that's why I want to know. The other guy, you're like, hey, man, what happened to you? You're saying just like if you look at the actor yeah, himself. Did your, did your mom hold her breath? Right. <laughs> what? Dude, we used to work with a guy. Uh, he worked at a different radio station, but I swore, and I'll, I'll stand by this, if his mother, in the entire nine months that she was pregnant with him, held her breath for even three more seconds, things would have been different. I was just like, brother, you're riding the line, man. I mean, just I'm looking at this guy like, there's no way you form normally in the womb. You know what I'm saying? This guy? No, not that guy. All right. <laughs> well, I was, I was like, Warwick Davis is a dwarf. Sure. So. Oh, I wasn't talking Well, about sure. Yeah, no. Connect with the guys. Find the men's room at facebook.com slash the men's room. Now, back to the men's room on the men's room radio network. Go right with me. It's drinking time. Somebody out there deserves to be recognized. And the men's room knows just who it is. So to you, we say, bottoms up, sailor. You're the toast of our shot of the day. Drink time it is, and as usual, we head to the drink desk and Stephen Thrillhill to find out who we're toasting. Yes, indeed. Today we toast Darrington, Washington's biggest celebrity. I challenge you to prove me wrong. Legendary game show host Bob Barker, known as the host of The Price is Right for 32 years. Uh, and also for beating up Adam Sandler in the movie Happy Gilmore. Uh, Bob, unfortunately, passed away this past Saturday. They're not listing his cause of death, but I'll explain it to you. He was 99 years old. That's basically yeah, that's, that's a hell of a He's life. 99. That was her whole thing. Thank you for not going, we don't know what happened. He was 99 years old. Uh, he did a two-year stint in the Navy at the end of World War II. Gets out of the Navy, lands a job in radio in Florida. That was in the 40s. Then he started his own radio show, The Bob Barker Show, in 1950. That's when he moved to Burbank, California. Then he landed his first TV gig in 1956 hosting... Is it The Price is Right? Truth or Consequences. Mm. And he hosted that show for 18 years until that show came. Wow. 18 years. I didn't years. know that. When, so think about it. He did 18 years of Truth or Consequences, and basically when that show ended... That's when he went to Prices, right? Which was 72, I believe it is. And he hosted that all the way through 2007. That is a long, long run. And like we were saying earlier, uh, depending on your age, but certainly not age group on this show, if you were homesick from school, one of the highlights was watching Prices, right? 
Yep. I mean, I really, I cannot explain it. I do not know why. The show was always the same. I always did poorly. I still don't know the prices of things, but yeah. Bob Barker, man, 99 years. And he had Barker's Beauties. Mm. And he was born in Washington State. He was. Yeah. Darrington. Does anyone know where Darrington is? Sure it's right do. Over, it's right over there. Uh, it's right out. You go up, make, get off in Arlington, then cruise around the mountain out there, and you'll hit Darrington. What's All the right? bar? Uh, well, Summer Meltdown's always out there at the uh, Bluegrass uh, okay. Festival Ground. Okay. Of course right. you know. But, yeah, so Bob Barker, born there. Um, but he moved away at six years old. At any rate, to Bob Barker, man, depending how old you are, that guy has always been somewhere in your He's almost like the Betty White, but on the male side, right? right? Yeah. He's also like the Sears catalog in a weird way. He kind of is, right? So we pour this booze and we drink this booze because we think it's yummy. Yummy! So over the tongue and down the throat to party in our tummies. Down the hola, bitchola! Thanks for listening to the best of the Men's Room podcast. Want more of the Men's Room? The greatest story never told with Miles and Thrill. Oh, man! A double flush production. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. 